Um, okay, well, we're um, you know, a little bit ahead this week with uh, with Tennessee, which is you know a good thing. Definitely need the extra time for them. And, um, you know, as usual, uh, they got a good football team. Uh, Mike and John done a really good job down there putting that together. Physical team uh, in all three phases of the game. Um, you know, they play very good situational football. Uh, they've won a lot of close games in the last two years, and um, you know they. They make you earn everything. Uh, they don't make many mistakes, and um, they're just a good, hard-nosed, tough football team in all areas of the game. So I think that's the best way to sum it up. Bill, there seems to be some controversy in your team with uh, Matt Judon's statement about macaroni and cheese. Uh, a lot of controversy today. How, how do you feel about macaroni and cheese as a side dish? Yeah, I'm good. You good? <clears throat> Bill, you feeling okay? Great. There's something in your voice that Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Um, we just asked Hunter about uh, Michael Wenu's work at tight end. Um, and he pointed out, you know, when you get those two big guys together, Mike and, and Trent on the same side, that uh, I think the way he put it was that's a sight to see. Um, what are the advantages for your offense when you're able to get those guys together like that? Uh, yeah, that's good. They're big physical guys, no doubt about it. Um, so, yeah, again, you know, all the things you do offensively are to try to gain an advantage on the defense. And if you could do that, then you probably want to do it. And if you can't, then you probably want to find something else. Would, would both those guys kind of fit under the category of, you know, the don't, the don't grow on trees types? I've heard you say that before about you know, the bigger body guys. Yeah, well, I mean, there's not a lot of 300 pound guys walking around. Street anyway, so 300, 350, whatever they are, yeah. yeah they're hard to find. Sure. That stands out to you about the, the Titans' offensive line. It seems like they've been together a while. That's good chemistry. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. They work well together. Um, you know, they've had a couple subs here and there, you know, where Milan uh, was up for a couple games. Um, uh, the right guard was out for a couple games. Um, Brewer replaced him. Um, Quisenberry missed a game, you know. So, but for the most part, they've been there and they've been pretty consistent. Um, um, certainly, Saffold, you know, has, has been a, a solid guy for him. Uh, left guard and, and Lawan at left tackle, Jones at center. So, um, you know, those two guys. But uh, you know, we played against four of the five last year or two years ago, whatever it was. So. They work all together. Um, they're a good run blocking line. Swain does a good job at tight end. He's not another lineman, but he's sort of another lineman. And um, and you know, and they employ a fullback too. You know, Carter blasting game. So uh, they get you know different combinations in the running game, and, and uh, you know they're all pretty effective. Every every week it seems like Byard's making a play, yeah. more than one play. You see someone, I'm like, you have to. No doubt. Yep. Yep. He's very productive. He's got a good nose for the ball. He's around the ball. Um, he's good on disguises and, and um, he's got he's got good vision, good anticipation. And he's a really productive player. How about the defensive line? The development of the course of the last few years in particular. And then up front. Yeah, well I mean, you know, Landry, Autry, and those guys are, you know, really disruptive guys outside, Simmons, um, you know, inside again, they they're they're a very good fundamental team. Um, you know, it's not not a lot of exotics. 
Um, yeah, I mean, they give you different looks and all that, but you know they, they don't play uh, you know a lot of different things. They just play them very well, and they're hard to block. Uh, the linebackers, um, you know, fill their gaps well. They tackle well. Uh, you know, just a good, solid, sound, fundamental football team. Uh, they don't try to like out gadget you and all that. They, you know, keep you honest with a little pressure here and there, and you know, mix in some some blitz zones with their zones. But they're they're really just a good, solid, sound, fundamental team. But I mean, you got to stop Bayard. Landry's a, a dynamic player, and you know, Simmons is is. You know, Which is the pocket in the middle, which really helps Landry on the edge, Autry on the edge, and and um, you know I mean they're all hard to block, so they do a good job. The similarities built between um, what you'll see the Titans and what you guys saw on Thursday, just because of the yeah, yeah, there's some similarities. <laughs> Does that help with the preparation at all? I mean, even you know offensively, it feels like you guys have seen a lot of these offenses that kind of are coming from a similar tree um, as well. So does that help? As you, as you move through a week? Yeah, a little bit. I think it speeds up the communication process, and you can certainly relate something this week that you've talked about in a previous week, and you know, players have a recall or a you know, picture of it, what you're talking about quicker. Sure. Sarah, Cameron McGrone and uh, Joshua Bledsoe out of practice. Um, what did you observe from them just this year in terms of their work ethic to get to the point that they could practice? And um, Yeah, they worked really hard. Um, yeah, work really hard, and uh, I know they're excited to be out there yesterday. It's good to see them out there. So, you know, get them out there and see how it goes. Were they able to take part in meetings to maybe mm-hmm. help? Okay, so maybe that puts them in a little different spot than, let's say, someone coming in off the street. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, they've done everything they can do. Um, you know, they're both coming off injuries that you know, just didn't allow them to participate until um, this week. Yesterday, uh, Christian Barmore said that he was talking pretty much daily and said that that's been a big factor in him uh, playing as well as he has. Just what have you learned about him since you got him in the building here? Well, he tries very hard to do whatever you tell him to do. You know, you just have to, it's you know, different at this level and there's different different keys, different things to to do in certain situations. Um, but he's done a good job adapting to those. And, and um, you know, if you tell him to try to do something, you know, he definitely, definitely tries to do it. So. Um, I really appreciate that about him. He's gotten better uh, on all three downs, and you know he's he's improving every day. Is there anything that stands out about his personality, kind of off the field? His teammates seem to appreciate his uh, energy, and he called it goofiness yesterday. Yeah, I mean he works hard. He's um, he's always goes hard. You never tell him to to pick it up. He he always goes at a good pace, and and uh, you know works hard. He's got good energy, loves football, loves to play. And so, yeah, yeah we got to enjoy that. We were just talking to Kendrick, and he mentioned how he'd never been used as a, a ball carrier when he was in San Francisco. What about his skill set made you guys think that he could be productive in that role, and how's he been able to help you there this season? I think he's improved. You know, he's improved as a ball carrier. Um, some of our players have, which is good. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you can get the ball to skill players and they can make yards on their own, that's you know, it's a great thing. So, uh, so it's not all air yards. It can be run after catch and you know, breaking a tackle or you know, getting in open space to gain extra yardage and catch and run plays, things like that. So, you know, he's done a good job of that, and I think he continues to get better. Um, so.
Tim, how much does involving receivers in your run game uh, help when you're running between the tackles or itself, more or less, with your backs? I'm stating the obvious, but how do they complement one another? Well, when the when the DBs come up, they try to support the run, and you go in there and block them, and that's. And hopefully we can get one for one and, and create space for the runner. Um, but also there's the opportunities to play action and get space in the defense when the linebackers and the, and the safeties come toward the line of scrimmage. And sometimes that slows down their, their secondary support you know, on future plays. Not always. Some, some players come, you know, come about the same every time. But um, you know, some guys become more cautious and more concerned about the passing game. Uh, and you know, hopefully we can, you know, use those blocks to look the same as the pass routes, and then you know, either slow down the run force or run past them and, and play action routes. Bill, some of the players here today have said, you know, a message from the coaching staff is that the season gets even more important after Thanksgiving. Is that something a message that you relate to them, and why is that important to emphasize? Yeah, I mean, I talk to the players every day, so there's always a message there. So, yeah, every game is important. It's a big game for us, so we're gonna put everything we have into this one and you know, try to be ready to go on Sunday. Bill, when a uh, team like the Titans did yesterday makes 13 transactions, and some of those are gonna affect the personnel you'll see on <coughs> Sunday, how do you balance, you know, introducing all the players <coughs> your players might see versus obviously overloading them with new information that was new as of yesterday? Well, I mean, we have to keep up with all the all the players, all the players that are eligible, and potentially going to show up on the field. I think you've got to prepare your team for that eventuality. Um, some of them will, some of them won't. Um, that's out of our control. And honestly, Tennessee might not know for sure exactly who's going to. I mean, that's certainly the way it is for me. There's times where I don't know who's going to play until sometimes Sunday morning or pregame workouts. So. Um, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's like that every week in the NFL. I mean, there are always guys that are maybe are going to play, maybe they're not. And, you know, teams make roster moves pretty regularly and put guys on the practice squad. Um, you know, like Tate, who who could play, like Stills did for New Orleans, or he could not. I mean, I don't know. So we'll have to be ready for him and, and you know see how it goes during the game. Try to figure it out. I mean, we have a pretty good idea what some of those guys can do. Played against some of them in the past, but. Um, how Tennessee chooses to use them. I mean, that's, you know, we won't know that until game time. What sort of difference does A.J. Brown make if he's on the field and, and right? Yeah, he's an outstanding player. He's, you know, really hard to tackle. Big guy, huge target, aggressively gets the ball, a good route runner, vertical routes, um, stuff over the middle, catch and run plays, hard to tackle, strong kid. There's a lot to like about him. Okay, all right, thank you.